Welcome to The Word from Bethlehem Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Abigail Zhang Hoffman. And I'm Pastor Amy Walter-Peterson. Thanks for dwelling in The Word with us today. Today's reading comes from Matthew, the ninth chapter, beginning with the ninth verse. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax booth, and he said to him, follow me, and he got up and followed him. And as he sat at dinner in the house, many tax collectors and sinners came and were sitting with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when he heard this, he said, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice, for I have come to call not the righteous, but sinners. While he was saying these things to them, suddenly a leader of the synagogue came in and knelt before him, saying, My daughter has just died, but come and lay your hand on her, and she will live. And Jesus got up and followed him with his disciples. And suddenly a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for 12 years came up behind him and touched the fringe of his cloak. For she said to herself, If I only touch his cloak, I will be made well. Jesus turned and seeing her, he said, Take heart, daughter, your faith has made you well. And instantly the woman was made well. When Jesus came to the leader's house and saw the flute players and the crowd making a commotion, he said, Go away. For the, the girl is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. But when the crowd had been put outside, he went in and took her by the hand, and the girl got up, and the report of this spread throughout that district. Do you notice how faith is kind of the word of the day in our gospel reading? We hear of the faith of that text collector, Matthew, who simply hears Jesus call, follow me, and then immediately obeys him. We hear the faith of the synagogue leader who kneels before Jesus and pleads, my daughter has just died, but come and lay her hand, your hand on her and she will live. And then we hear the faith of the woman who has been bleeding for 12 years, who approaches Jesus from behind and simply touches his garment, believing it will impart healing power to her. And it does. Faith permeates the gospel. Our gospel, though, seems to impart faith with some kind of a magical quality. Like, if only we have enough of it, will we, get, we will get the cure we seek or the things that we have been promised. And I hope by now you know enough to know and acknowledge that in our lives, faith isn't a magic potion. People of great faith who are all around us do not always see the healing that they pray for. People of great faith do not always see trials resolved in their favor or in the ways that they would like. Faith does not always result in our deepest longings being met. And so while faith is central in today's gospel, I wonder if there's something else to call our attention. A good bet, of course, is to always shift our focus to Jesus. What is he doing? Where is he going? How is he acting? Who is he paying attention to? 
In our gospel today, Matthew's call is often raised as the significant moment. Jesus says, follow me. And without questions, without any words at all, Matthew steps out of his tax book booth and follows. His obedience is remarkable. But you know what else is remarkable? Not only that Jesus calls and Matthew follows, but also Jesus follows where Matthew takes him to a dinner filled with Matthew's friends and tax collectors, notorious thieves and corrupt officials in the Roman world. Jesus follows that synagogue leader to his home to resurrect his daughter. Jesus follows the tug of a woman who touches his cloak and turns to see her face and speak to her. He commends the faith of the woman whose very sickness was an indication for her community of her sin. In today's Gospel from Matthew, as we focus our eyes on Jesus, we see all the people that Jesus is focusing on and following. People accused of corrupt practices, people living with grief and loss, people who are exiled from their own community, all of them people who need a physician, not a surgeon in our modern sense, but a healer who meets them where they are and offers them balm and truth and a real healing presence. In the Greek language, the verb that we translate as call can also mean invite. And as we follow Jesus throughout the gospel today, we see all of the varied people he is inviting to be part of his movement. Their qualification is not how great their faith is, though at least here today, some of them display great faith. What moves Jesus to invite them is their acknowledged need for his presence in their lives. As one writer says, people we look down on or distrust or otherwise disrespect, while we're counting them out, Jesus is inviting them in. And what that means is that Jesus will follow them into the places that others fear to go. He will follow people to places that make us cringe and cause the crowds to laugh and question his judgment. He will follow the people that others would like to say cannot be called because they lie beyond God's saving help. He will follow the people who are hated, despised, rejected, and forgotten. The ones who are targeted by legislators. The ones left adrift at sea by the officials who are tasked with protecting them. The ones whose homes have been burned or destroyed by battles. The ones who have no food or opportunity, who live in the shadow of death. Our gospel today reminds us that no one is disqualified from becoming part of Jesus' movement. And indeed, Jesus is most interested in those who need help. This is good news for us, friends. When Jesus calls us to follow him, he also begins to follow us into our lives. He desires to know you and the challenges you face, the friends you gather, and the secret places that you keep hidden. And what Jesus offers to each of us is the healing hope that only he can give.
It is not a hope that makes the pain go away or solves our problem. It's a hope that reminds us that wherever our lives take us, healing comes in many different forms, and we can trust that our most daring faithful efforts will be met with God's merciful healing touch, regardless of the form that healing takes. In Jesus, God is present, offering love, mercy, forgiveness, and saving help. And God offers this help freely today, tomorrow, and always. This, my friends, is the faith that grounds us. We hope you've been fed by the word this week. Don't miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share your feedback with us at the word at blcfairport.org. And if you'd like to learn more about Bethlehem Lutheran Church or support the ministry we share, including this podcast, please visit www.blcfairport.org.